and welcome to Young Confused and Well Read with me, Un. Today I'm speaking about a rather serious topic, but I hope it can still bring you some coziness. I am so grateful that you're back listening. I'm currently in my bedroom drinking some tea and I nearly forgot that I have to record an episode for next week, but I remembered and spontaneous sat down to record one so I hope you're going to enjoy and I hope you have a wonderful day. Let's jump right in with some gratitudes. The three things that I've written down are nature because I've been on a beautiful walk just right before coming back to record and everything is starting to get green and is blooming and it's just beautiful. The weather is not the best but I am hoping for it to get better real soon. And yeah, it's gotten a bit warmer, so that's cool. Then the second gratitude are rings. I barely wear them, but whenever I do, I feel super fancy and I really am enjoying that feeling. And lastly, tea. I would proclaim myself a coffee girl, but it's just nice. I just felt like drinking tea today and it makes me feel really wholesome and cozy so why not write it down uh what i've been up to work uh if you listened to last week's episode i told you that i got a job i've been to work twice this week it was fun but was also kind of exhausting um i'm working in like an ice cream shop if you're wondering but yeah i've been at work I was also meeting with my best friend on Thursday. That was really nice seeing each other again. And then I had brunch with another friend this morning and that was so lovely. We haven't seen each other since August. So it was really cool that we could finally meet again and talk. And I'm also looking forward to seeing another friend tomorrow. She's home for the weekend. So we obviously have to do something and also to start reading a book that I've bought on Thursday when I was in the city with my friend. I don't know, I haven't been really looking forward to to starting a new book in a while, so I'm really excited to, yeah, have that little jitter back. And that's what I've got for you at the start. It's not been too exciting this week, even though I felt like I did a million and one things. I've also been driving a bike for the first time in month and I was exhausted the first time I did it but then on the second day on my way to work it was fine but on the way back it was raining the whole time which was not as cool and it was kind of cold when I got back but I'm back in the driving a bike mode which is kind of cool and also makes me feel like summer is finally coming but my affirmation for you today is magic is everywhere you just need to look for it And with that, let's start with the core of the episode. I wanted to talk about feminism for a while, but I was never happy with the approach I got. So I decided that I'm just going to write a few notes and just chit-chat with you about this. This is not an educational episode. This is not a know-it-all episode. There are so many different facets to feminism that I cannot talk about, that I cannot educate anybody on, but 
I want to open the conversation about it because I do think it's an important topic we need to chat more about and that's what I do on my podcast sometimes. Whenever I find something having matter, I'm just gonna sit down and share my thoughts and I know that it can be a serious topic so it probably is a bit more of a serious episode but I want to keep it as lighthearted as it can be um, and not like a super serious sit down sharing like some hard facts with you obviously I'm going to do that but more in like a open conversation way so yeah it is probably a bit educational for some but I probably am just sharing things that people already know and yeah give my opinion to this I'm going to speak about feminism mental health care discrimination and you know overall experience life as a woman a female person so I hope you're up for the right and let's start I guess I have always proclaimed myself a feminist or like not always but as I knew like what feminism meant and surprisingly I got backlash from only women which I don't think is very representative because I know that there are women out there who proclaimed themselves feminist and got backlash from men but whenever I said I was a feminist men either were like oh yeah cool or they didn't know what it was which kind of surprised me but then I just explained it to them and they were like oh yeah no that's that's cool that's fine and then I had discussion with other women about feminism being like oh yeah that honestly is not a cool thing to be or to say where I was like okay what is is there something seriously wrong with you and I personally and that might be a hard statement but I personally don't understand why women wouldn't proclaim themselves feminists because according to the definition I found online on Cambridge Dictionary obviously there are so many more uh, feminism is the belief that women should be allowed the same right, power, and opportunities as men and be treated in the same way or the set of activities intended to achieve this. I also had a German definition that I'm not sharing here because not everybody speaks German, but that kind of said that it's not only about the female gender but is about the equality of all genders. Feminism is a movement that was you know, established by women. That's why it's called feminism. And um, yeah, that's the explanation of that. And it's also called feminism because women are not equal to men, even though, you know, human rights proclaim that they are not treated equally. And some people either way are not aware of that or don't want to be aware of that and are like, oh yeah, but you are equal. Yeah, technically we are. But that's not the reality of the situation. Speaking about like pay gaps, for example, women earn significantly less than men just because they're women, and they also get treated differently just because they're women. And there are different standards. And I don't think that that is totally right. I do think you sometimes have to treat people differently according to their situation. Let's say there's a person that can't walk you cannot expect them to run a marathon obviously so that's what I mean but you know women are held to different standards and I hope you get what I mean by saying that um yeah I proclaim myself a feminist because 
why shouldn't I believe in the equality of human rights? Some women don't identify with the movement, which I think is fine. I don't think you like necessarily need to be approve of any kind of movement that is functioning under feminism um, and then not be a feminist, you know? I mean, I feel like you can say I'm a feminist, but I don't approve of this and that movement because in any kind of movement there will be people that you don't align with like let's say you're a climate activist there will be climate activist action that you might think is not the right way to go but you can still proclaim yourself a climate activist as an example um there's like no sad example i have i just know that some people say that some feminists are too extreme, which I think, okay, yeah, you know, we, we should open a conversation about what is too extreme and why are you saying this? But I had people just misunderstanding feminism and saying, oh yeah, now women want to be better than men because it's called feminism. No, it's called feminism because women are not equal to men, not even now, not even fighting for rights for like how long. Um, and that's why it's called feminism. And there's a, like, a term, like, I think it's humanism, which is just about the equality of, like, you know, all fields in life, like religion, ethnicity, also gender. But feminism is just about the gender equality. So, like, uh, to say that quickly here, and I don't understand why I got backlash from women. I'm going to be completely honest about this. I think that's honestly kind of gross. Because um, all I'm saying is that I'm for the equality of gender. And if you say there's something wrong with that, then you might be part of the problem. And not even might, you probably are. Because I have conversations about them being like, oh yeah, you know, it's called feminism. That's not a good name. That's misleading. And like, that's the name of the movement. You can't just go and change the name of a movement. And there will always be people disapproving. There will always be people who don't want to understand because if you care and you try to understand, you will. And if you just simply don't want to understand, you won't understand. <laughs> Believe me, I had conversation with people generally trying to educate them about something. If they don't want to learn, they won't learn. That's a hard consequence you have to learn in life. So you can just, you know, go about your day, call yourself a feminist and don't worry about that some people might not understand you can explain it to them and if they still don't want to understand it, then that's their fault and you can't do anything about it. That's it. That might be annoying and hard, but that's all I can say. I also think it's super annoying when other women step women in the back. Um, obviously, sometimes we just don't get along with each other, but there's just, <laughs> there's just women being like super... Uh, illogical being like yeah um voting against women's rights and like why are you doing this you are so part of the problem and I don't think we can like even blame them for it because they're just part of a system that is suppressing women in a certain kind of way and they're just following along but it still kind of makes me sad to see this and it always hurts a bit um yeah, I feel like it, men, let's talk about men, I feel like men often just assume that there isn't a problem and that we live in a world that is equal simply because they don't experience what women experience. The world is designed for men. It isn't designed for like 
anybody else. And to be even more exact, I think it's designed for straight white men especially. Um, <laughs> and other people, you know, they have to fight at least twice as hard to make it. And obviously as a man, you will never understand what it's like being a woman as a woman will probably also never understand what it's like being a man. And that is problematic because I feel like some people just don't think about it. They don't, they don't realize what some people, like some women go through and they just assume, oh, everything's easy. They don't necessarily think about the pay gap or struggles that women face or like how they're scared walking home alone because they don't experience these things. It's like not part of their life. And you can use that like with every other example, like a white person probably isn't thinking about all the effects racism has on a black person because they don't experience it in their daily lives. And if you don't experience it yourself or it's part of your life, then you don't really think about it. And then you might go and assume, oh, that isn't there. The amount of men I heard saying, oh yeah, but there isn't a pay gap between men and women. And I'm like, yes, there is. Why are you saying this? Is honestly insane. And I don't think that the problem necessarily is that, you know, they don't want women to be equal. I mean, some of them probably won't, but I, I would say most men would probably say, yeah, why not? But the problem is that they assume that we are already equal because that's what the law says. That's like what people want the reality to look like. But they don't realize that our reality is different from what it should look like in so many ways. Uh, but they don't notice it because they're like, oh yeah, they're telling us that's what it's like, women are equal to men. And then it might happen that when you go on and say, you know, that's not the, that's not the case, that people might just be like, oh yeah, but then that's your own fault because, you know, the law, whatever says that you are equal. And if you aren't, then that might be on you. Um, for example, there are more men in leading positions than women. Because it's easier, it's just a fact, you know? It's easier for men to get into a leading position. Women are struggling. And there, there are examples that, like, you know, some people just don't want a woman in leading positions because, oh, they might get pregnant or whatever. They think they're weaker. There are a lot of reasons, whatever. Um, and that instead of realizing that the problem is the society and not the woman, um, people might assume, oh, it's the woman, that they maybe, they don't want to have these jobs. You know, for example, noticing that women are more likely to take care, care positions. And then I heard people say, you know, just being like, oh yeah, so women want to be underpaid. They, they just, they just start, you know, working in underpaid jobs. You know, so so they choose this, so so it's their own fault, which I think is honestly kind of silly because first of all, these positions are very needed, <laughs> and and second of all, it's not your own fault that you have it hard in life. You know, <laughs> you you didn't choose that, and um, there's like this. I don't know if it's just. I don't think it's just a German thing, but there's like this new thing 
that people trying is that you know that companies have to have a certain percentage of women and also a certain percentage of women in leading positions and there are men and women arguing against this saying oh yeah a woman shouldn't be hired just because she's a woman but what people just mistake is that no not no woman that is not qualified for that job will be hired the only people that will be hired for the job are qualified people the only reason we have this percentage right is because women are not hired as much as men because apparently there is a disadvantage in hiring a woman or a bigger risk in hiring a woman than a man there are also studies that shown that a woman is quite less likely to apply to a job she's underqualified for than a man men are more likely to apply for a job that they it's like they're under under um, qualified for so women often when they apply to jobs are overqualified for the job while men are not and they're still more likely to get the job that is really really upsetting i think and what is even more upsetting is you know people are just not thinking a step ahead it's just saying oh yeah no and women saying you know i don't want to be hired for the job just because they need to hire a woman you will always only be hired for a job that you qualified for unless you know you have connections or whatever um but if you know there is a need for that otherwise that that percentage rate wouldn't be introduced if there wasn't a need for you know having women in leading positions and obviously they are like i'm not saying they don't exist i'm just saying it's harder and we still have mostly men um in leading positions which is kind of <laughs> upsetting me this is like a very um maybe doesn't make sense but um i was you know researching a jewelry company for one of my uni essays and um i was looking at their financial report and usually i never know who the head of anybody's company is you know i mean <laughs> maybe you know but i most of the time have no clue and i realized that it was men first of all just men running the company and then from the other like leading um, positions it was also mostly men and I thought that was kind of hilarious because that company was designing I think even just designing female like obviously a jewelry doesn't have a gender so don't come at me but um they mostly targeted female audiences um let's put it that way I think yeah that's way better so they mostly targeted female audiences and I thought it was funny that such a company that was obviously you know trying to make especially female buying their products is run by men <laughs> and I think that really well represents the way our society functions um and obviously just for any company I think that is a picture you see you have a lot of men in leading positions then you might have like one or two like women in that um in these positions and that's it and that obviously is a high underpresentage obviously there there are also leading ladies um in the business but it's it's mostly men yeah and and i'm not saying that you know it should be every woman's goal to get in the highest leading position i made an episode about basically speaking about that i don't think that you know being rich and successful you know i have a whole episode about the idea of success is what we should all thrive for but i do think that um, what we need is to have more opportunities for women who want this um, and who want to get in these positions because I don't think there's something wrong with wanting to get there um, as well as there's nothing wrong with you not wanting to um, lead a company or a business because we're all different and 
Um, I just think that we should have more opportunities and being more open um, in any way. Uh, yeah, so that's the point uh, that I have here. Uh, and yeah. <laughs> um, also, I have another example and I, I don't, I'm trying to put that sensitive here. But um, I had a I had a conversation with one of my roommates, and they said, you know, that it's so much easier for women to speak about their mental health issues because they're women, and it's more accepted for women to you know feel bad. And I'm not saying that is not the case. All I'm saying is that after that talk, I was kind of like, I didn't like that you know, he thought that way, because, you know, women are often said to be more emotional than men, but mostly that's not meant in a positive way, <laughs> even though, you know, showing your emotions is a very good skill we should learn and is very helpful, but mostly women are blamed for being too emotional, so that isn't a good thing. So even though something might be more accepted by society, so for example saying it's more accepted for women to be emotional than, than for men, that doesn't mean that, you know, everybody's like, oh yeah, a woman is emotional, that is a great skill, let's hire her, but rather like, oh yeah, that woman is too emotional to make straight decisions, so that is bad. Uh, I hope you get what I'm saying. So I just want to say that I just want to bring that into the conversation. Um, mental health is a completely different topic and so much more, um, yeah, needs to be talked about so much more. And I like to say that I personally believe that mental health does not necessarily have to do anything with your gender. Um, and that, you know, everybody can have mental health problems and we shouldn't speak about being like, oh, that is a woman's mental health problem because I don't personally think that exists. But uh, I'm not studied in that field and um, I'm not going too deep into like the mental health talk because that would <laughs> be too long. But just mentioning that here, I also had people, you know, saying that, you know, in school that I only got the better grade because I was a girl and like blame me for this. And like, first of all, yeah, I'm a girl, but like that has nothing to do with the fact if, if you know, a teacher decides to give me a better grade because I'm a girl, that's on them and not on me, first of all. Second of all, you probably are just jealous because you didn't get the grade you wanted and I got a better grade than you. And thirdly, that is undermining the work that I genuinely put in. And I think just whenever you want to say these comments, even if it's true, even if you know the teacher does do that, um, most of the time we put work into these things and you saying, oh, you only got that good grade because you're a girl is just undermining that and it's just pretending like that isn't real. Because in school, I always gave like 110%. And I was so mad when one of the guys just came ahead and told me that. Where I was like, you know what? First of all, it's none of your business what grade I got. And second of all, excuse me. Go to that teacher and talk to them like that, but not to me. <laughs> because that is just reducing me and my work and my worth to my gender. And that is just sickening. And I didn't like it. Because if a boy achieves something, it's because he worked hard for it but now if a girl achieves something it was because she was a girl just because she was a girl oh come on that is honestly absolutely hideous and um another thing you see this is a bit more rambly but i, I just remembered as you know the, the idea of like boy and girl sports 
I'm like, what the heck? We had that conversation in class once where somebody went, yeah, but like, football is like a boy sport and then ballet is like a girl sport. I was like, no, no, it's not. Sport is sport. Everybody can do that sport. You know, it's not, <laughs> it's not according to genders. Society made you believe these things. Like it's all, it's all taught and it's not the truth. You know, like women shaving themselves. I personally shave myself. I'm just saying this, but you know, you do you. If you don't want to shave, don't shave. But the only reason why we actually started shaving is because a razor company marketed their products and saying, oh, it's unhygienic, unhygienic, unhygienic words. <laughs> just again, proving I'm not a native speaker, but it's just a little bit of exaggeration. It's gross if women have hair, so you need to shave. They marketed it. They made that up and just said, here you go. And then people started doing it and started believing it. But you know, body hair is absolutely normal. And the only reason why we started shaving is because somebody told that to market their product once again. <laughs> so just like this. So a lot of things like with boy-girl sports, it was just taught to us, but it's not really true. That's, you know, all society is. It's just a, it's just made up norms. And some of them obviously are valuable, you know, <laughs> we should keep them up. Like, not kill each other, don't hurt each other, don't be rude to each other. But some of them are just, you know, like people in Great Britain drive on the left and people in other parts of Europe drive on the right. You know, that's the thing. That was made up at one point and we just started doing it that way. And we often just go through life just following these norms because we're used to it and not questioning them. And that's what we need to do in so many issues. We need to start questioning. We, we don't need to, you know, go and be like, oh yeah, there's more men in leading positions. That means that men are more qualified for these, you know, positions and better in doing this job. No, we need to question, why are there more men in leading positions? And then we might realize that is because of this and this and this and this reason. Because, you know, it's harder for women to get in these positions because society is still suppressing women after all these years. And that is a fact. And even though things improved, which is amazing, because, you know, in Germany, <laughs> till 1977, women weren't allowed to work unless they had their allowance from their husband or their father. Um, or, you know any other man in their life that, you know, had power over them, it still isn't good enough. And I have to say, I mostly didn't think about it, you know, when I was in school, I just went my way. Um, but it is true. And I think it's so, it's so sad for women to look around themselves and be like, you know, I can walk or run twice as fast as everybody else here. And I still have a disadvantage just because I'm a girl. And that makes me very sad. And that's why I wanted to speak about this as well. And the fact that I I don't want to, you know, blame men or anything. Um, but it frustrates me that I cannot go to one of my guy friends and talk to them about that. Because obviously they have a harder time understanding it because they don't experience life this way. Um, so obviously with these topics, I go to my my girlfriend and be like hey you know because they understand the struggle but we need to we need to learn to educate you know more and that's why i'm opening this conversation here i need to question why is this manly and you know i say toxic masculinity you know praised why everything that is 
more feminine, um, obviously more feminine, I'm, I'm doing, <laughs> I'm doing quotes, wild quotes here in the air, why is that seen as worse, or like something that is less valuable? A very silly example, I listened to a podcast the other day, and there were two girls, you know, they were chatting, and one of them said, you know, I'm trying to um, like beer and drink more beer because I think it's so cool if, you know, there's a girl in a bar drinking beer and being like one of the guys. And I'm like, okay, first of all, beer isn't a guy's drink. Let's just <laughs> say that first. They can know what. But um, it's more seen as like a, a guy's drink. Obviously, it's not. But you know what I'm saying? Everything I just talked about here. <laughs> um, remember it. But I, I was again like, okay, because because the beer is obviously isn't, but is seen as, you know, a manly kind of drink. You say it's cool, but something that maybe is more seen as a girl's kind of drink is uncool. What the heck? You know, and, and I think like, why would you, first of all, why would you try to force yourself to drink something that you don't actually like instead of ordering something you do like? And then second, why, why do you think that's cooler? I personally think pretending you like something just because it's cooler, that is very uncool. <laughs> Say that as a girl who would go to the bar and order the sweetest and pinkest drink she can find. First of all, I personally don't drink, so I probably just order a Coke. But if I order something, it will be something sweet because I love sweet. I have a sweet tooth. Um, but you know, I wouldn't, you know, ordering a beer, yeah. Ordering something that is colorful, sweet and fun, yes. And I would never force myself to just do something because it's cooler or more manly or to be one of the guys. Obviously, if that's what you like to drink, go on and order it. But by us going on and always praising these guy things as better and cooler, we, we add on to that false narrative that this society has created and that we're living. And because we're living it, and that is... That is not right. And that's why I am begging you to question things. And if if something feels weird, just question what is going on here. And not only just take it and be like, yeah, that's the way it's always been, you know, that's just the way it is. No question. And that's I feel like how we get there. And that's how we educate ourselves and learn more. And if you're a guy and listening to this, please educate yourself. I'm not, I'm not the most qualified person to educate you. I can, I can obviously talk about intersectionality, but I don't think I'm the right person to naturally talk about because I don't necessarily have a, an experience with that. Um, so there's other people who might be better to talk about it. Obviously that again would open up a whole new chapter to feminism. There's so much more you can speak about. These are just a few thoughts I had and wanted to share and I, I hope you enjoyed it. I did I do really enjoy going on rants and just speak my heart, especially about a topic that I'm very passionate about and I hope you could hear this. I think I'm just gonna end it here because I don't want to go like all over the top and speak for hours and hours and hours. I'm also a bit tired today so I I think we're just yeah wrapping it up. I hope I hope you have fun. I I definitely had some fun. And I hope I made you think a little bit more about, um, you know, feminism. And um, yeah, if you have any thoughts or want to say anything, please, please feel free to reach out. I talk so much that my tea has gone cold, but it still tastes great. And I think it was worth it. I haven't answered that, that episode yet, but I have a good feeling about it. So please let me know what you think, as always. 
All of my contacts are linked in the show notes. I hope you had a great time listening and you're having a great day. And um, I can already tell you that the next episode I already had planned it is a bit more chill. And yeah, I hope you enjoyed that as well and are back for next week. As always, there is a new episode each Tuesday unless something very important comes up. But I have been managing to upload every Tuesday so far, plus an extra episode at New New Year's. So I should manage and uh, yeah. I'd be happy to have you back next week. I wish you the loveliest day ever and stay young, confused, and well-read. Bye-bye, guys. <laughs>